0: Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Felicia Atlas, welcoming you back. Hope that everyone had a great holiday weekend. And I know that it's about three or four days past our Dimensions of Greatness day, but I spent some time with the family and ate some good food, still was in the presence of the Lord and enjoying the word of the Lord. So I didn't skip a beat there, and I was also able to... Pull on the Lord for some revelation. I am excited. I'm excited about the month of July. I'm excited to be here with you guys today. I'm excited to bring some fire to fuel the revelation, manifestation, and the greatness that God has for you guys. Just buckle your seatbelt. Today is going to be very interesting, to say the least. I want everyone to be excited. We have entered the seventh month of 2000. Twenty-one. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for providing and protecting and being our provision up until now. God says, now I'm releasing power. Now I'm releasing virtue. Now I'm releasing might, increased strength and strategy. So this is going to be a powerful month as we endeavor to fulfill the work of the Lord in our life for the remainder of the year. So once again, welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. And I wanna say a special welcome to the listeners we had over the last couple of days in Punjab, India, from the Dominican Republic, from the UK, England, and from Sweden. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Continue to listen, continue to share inbox me at felicia at dallasboss.com. If you have any questions or have any particular topics that you would like to discuss, I'm very open to exploring um, the necessity and the needs of the people as it pertains to a dimension of greatness or just any biblical questions that you may have. So we're going to get right on in. I got a lot of ground to cover, got a lot of bases to cover. I've been thinking about today's podcast since Last week, since I finished the last one. And um, it's Thursday, we normally share on Mondays, but like I said, Sunday was the holiday. Had family in town, my beautiful mother, her great friend. I spent time with aunts, cousins, And um, my sister, um, Apostle Zanetta Atlas, my wonderful daughter is in town from Alaska. So there was just a bunch of friends and family around. And um, we had a great time, but I couldn't wait to get back to this podcast because the word of the Lord was burning in my spirit to share the greatness of God as it pertains to what he wants me to release today and throughout the month of July. So I'm not sure how long we're gonna be talking about this particular topic. And um, we went through the manifestation series that was five parts, not sure how long we're going to endeavor in this realm of operation, in this sphere of influence, and then this particular opportunity for strategic Greatness, So I'm just excited. I'm overjoyed. Let's just jump on in, ladies and gentlemen, with the song of the week. So this is not a song that I'm sharing this week. It's actually a bit different, but I want you to pay attention to what I'm going to share about this particular quote song because it's not a song, but it's actually a soaking um, recording of 105 minutes. It's actually called the 105 minutes of soaking worship recording created by the Kanonia ministry in Nigeria by apostle Joshua Selman. Now this particular ministry is one that I follow on a daily basis. I listen to this man of God for revelation, for worship, his level of praise, his psalmistry is just Um, there's nothing else like it that I've experienced. So I've learned a lot and gleaned a lot and experienced a lot through the man of God, but, um, he's not a particular, Gospel artist per se, but he can hold a note. He has a beautiful voice, but the level of worship that he has is so intense; it takes your worship experience to another level. Even when I listen to him preach on on Sundays or um, in different um, revivals that he is invited to, um, the spirit of the Lord just grabs me, and I am transformed every single time I listen. So, someone was brilliant enough to put together different um, scenes from his. Uh, uh from his messages and has created um, an accumulation of worship experiences, and it's called 105 Minutes of Soaking in Worship, and I love it. I listen to it as often as I possibly can. So they take maybe two, three minutes from this uh, message, two or three minutes from this message, and they put it all together, and it's just a soaking experience. Even when he's not singing, you're still worshiping. His anointing is so strong that you will worship even while he's preaching. I mean, it's just that thick, that weighty. So this is just a powerful time of intimacy that I wanted to share with everyone. Make sure that you have those opportunities to become broken before the Lord, especially now. I can't stress that enough. Going to into the seventh month of the year, there's definitely a transition taking place because if you haven't Um, caught on to what the Lord is doing thus far, you still have to go on with what the Lord is doing. Just because you haven't gravitated or caught on to what the Lord is doing doesn't mean that the Lord will stop. So there are still certain things in the realm of the spirit and in the kingdom of God that must be fulfilled. So if you haven't broken yourself down to a place of intimacy, to a place of submission in the spirit, in the realm of the spirit, for those that worship the Lord must worship in spirit and in truth. I recommend this 105 minutes of soaking recording. You can find it on YouTube. You can Google apostle Joshua Selman and uh, or Google apostle Joshua Selman worship and it will come up like I said he's not an ordinary a gospel artist per se but he has a beautiful voice and his um, messages the word is mixed in with his worship the word is mixed in with his praise and it is anointed 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 so you're going to receive different messages even throughout the worship experiences and just sob and weep and thank God and praise God and get revelation at the same time there's nothing greater than that. And his entire recording is all a prophetic release. And so I just love it. I love to worship in spirit and truth and under the spirit um, of tongues and just getting into a great place with God as he releases these rhema words. I highly recommend that you break yourself this week, listening to the 105 minutes of soaking in worship. So let's recap, let's recap, I'm excited. So last week we talked about the fireworks show in the manifestation series part five. Um, That wasn't done because of the 4th of July, it was just done based on a vision that the Lord showed me a few days prior to the 4th of July. uh, coincidentally, so um, everything came together beautifully. That recording last week, the episode was based on Isaiah 60, verse 1 that says, Arise, shine, for your light is come, the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and this glory shall be seen upon thee, and the Gentiles shall come to thy light. And kings to the brightness of thy rising. Now, how amazing is that? How beautiful is that? I talked last week about the astonishing, astounding, amazing works of God to come alive in your life, to cause a beautiful scene, a beautiful reaction, a beautiful manifestation of works. Every time I think of the works of God, every time I think of greater works, every time I think of manifestation, I listed um, seven or eight different manifestation glories um, over that series. Make sure you go back if you didn't finish it, because there was so much revelation being released. But last week we talked about the works of God, the five. Fireworks of God, even the waterworks of God and the water breaking forth in your life and the potential of the fire of God merging with the works. Everything we do, we all have continuums. We all have continual works. We all have things that we attribute to or, or contribute to the kingdom of God, whether it be through prayer, whether it be through ministry, laying on of hands, whether it be going to work every day and donating um, our financial means and resources. But we want the fire to always come together with our works because God says that greater work Works in these shall he do because shall we do because he's gone unto the Father? And I believe every word in that Bible, I believe that there's greatness and greater works available to us as we put ourselves out there and really submit to the glory and grace of God. I have some great things to share, but I don't want to get ahead of myself today. So there will be a grace for breakthrough of fireworks in your life. Um, God is speaking that prophetically. Greater works than these shall ye do. There's gonna be a height for visibility and scope when the firework is extended into the realm of the earth so that people can see from the ground, from the earth level, they're able to see a height and a dimension of manifestation in the sky where they can't reach. So there will be height, there will be elevation for you in a dark place. Remember the fireworks are better seen at night. When it's dark, God is also saying, even though you're in a dark place, I'm gonna cause an explosion of visibility in a beautiful light. There's gonna be a distinctive difference between the spirit and the power. We discussed that last week and the week before that in detail. And now I'm understanding why God had me to discuss that because we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the spirit of God, the power of God, for it's not by my might nor by power, but by the spirit. I love, love, love the revelation that God gave me pertaining to that particular scripture. I've never heard it shared the way that I'm going to reveal it today. So get your pen and paper handy. We're going to get right into it. Um, we also discussed the difference between fulfillment and manifestation. That's very important. We're waiting on the manifestation, the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth on the manifestation of the sons of God. So the manifestation is up to the person. The manifestation is up to us. The fulfillment God takes care of it. God is the power that makes what you do fulfill the work of of the eternal purpose. We don't have the power to fulfill an eternal purpose. We have the power to obey the word of the Lord. And he causes the accumulation and everything to come together in a prophetic beautiful way. So both must come together. God is in charge of the fulfillment. We're in charge of the manifestation. They come together, those two virtues to cause impartation. Remember the number two means impartation. So I discussed that last week. Go back and listen. If you missed it, I also discussed um, the proper infrastructure for the birthing forth, the breaking forth. There's a birthing forth where you actually give birth to a particular work, ministry, business, calling, what have you. Then there's a breaking forth where the waters are coming out in, 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 um, sink with that particular work. So whenever there's something being birthed, the water must break for the flow. The Bible says that out of your belly will flow, will flow. And that's where stagnation comes. That's where complacency comes. You have blocked the flow of the river Euphrates that caused Joshua and the children of Israel to cross over into the promised land. That flow must continue simultaneously with the birthing forth, okay? So there must always be liquidity there. And so there's gonna be a breakthrough, God is saying, and there's gonna be a birthing. These two things are happening. Some people, they're happening differently. Some people have already broken their water. They've already entered into um, the, the. the river Euphrates experience or the Neptua experience that Joshua talks about as he enters into the promised land the Neptua is just a spring spoken of in the Bible and when that spring is unveiled when you find that well it's going to spring forth newness signs miracles wonders all different types of manifestation so God wants us to tap into that breaking forth place the birthing place I'm going to talk about it in such detail today I am excited ladies and gentlemen I talked about the womb the ministry the business the ideas the faith the power everything necessary for manifestation in this time don't be afraid don't hold back but go forward in power go forward in the revelation of God let God reveal himself in you Now, 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 more than ever before, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We also discussed that acronym for manifestation. I know that it's long, um, but it's weighty. So that is the marvelous anointings or administration. You can interchange those. I use administration because God is building an administration in me. So marvelous administrations necessitating intentional fulfillment, expressing success, transcendence, accomplishments, tenacity capacity, infrastructure, and omnipotence. Now That is what the word of the Lord was last week and in the prior weeks as it pertains to the manifestation series. This week, this week, this week, and for the month of July, we're going to shift a little bit, but we're in the same vein of operation. We're in the same vein of the spirit of God. But God wants to provide a blessing as it pertains to manifestation and cause it to be revealed now more than ever before. Because there will be a great manifestation of glory concerning businesses, especially God is saying that there will be a great manifestation of glory concerning businesses, especially. See, people. some people are afraid of ministry. Some people are afraid of business. Some people will pray and fast all day long, but they will not start that business. And some people will start that business, but they don't want to... Um, die to the flesh as it pertains to seeking the Lord. God wants those two things to come together because he's building an infrastructure of blessing for the people of God. It's just like going into your bank, getting a withdrawal. That bank has that, uh, a withdrawal, excuse me. That bank has that infrastructure there where you can access your, what belongs to you. And God says, there are things in the spirit realm that belong to us, but there is no infrastructure to withdraw it from my people, saith the Lord of hosts. Zechariah 4 and 6 says, Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying that it's not by power, I'm sorry, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. And so I have a strategic word today about strategy from the Lord that cannot fail. God says, In me, my strategies cannot, will not, and won't. Cause you to fail, but you will succeed. Say at the Lord of hosts, we're going to be discussing strategy for the next five series strategy, strategic placement, strategic purpose, strategic alignment, and strategic, um, Persons, places, and purposes. So get your pen and paper. This is going to be pretty weighty. A lot of revelation here today. We shifted from manifestation to strategy. So we shifted from understanding the purpose, the glory, the graces of manifestation to strategy, kingdom strategy, heavenly strategy, even earthly strategies, even Ephesians 6 that says there are spiritual wickednesses in high places and principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. We're going to talk about how all that comes together and how strategy is the invisible force that pushes back every opposition that causes you to weave in between obstacles and jump over hurdles in that glory that David says caused him to run through a troop and leap over a wall in the name of Jesus. So there's some strategies. How many know that the word strategy isn't in the Bible? How many know that it does not say S-T-R-A-T-E-G-Y in the word of God? So there are revelations that God has shown me to say and to, reveal the strategy for this time and in this season. But what does strategy really mean? I mean, if you Google it in the Webster's, it says it's a plan of action. It's a policy designed to achieve a major or overall aim or goal. So it's just pretty much not a goal, but it's the method you use to attain the goal. It even says it's an art of war. It even says that strategies are an art of war. So in spiritual warfare, you're praying. But if I asked you, what strategy are you operating by? Oh, I pray every day what strategy are you operating by will i fast but even when daniel fasted for 21 days the revelation had to come for a future prophecy so when god is when you're seeking god like i was just talking about the business aspect versus the ministry aspect that revelation that's released must be imputed into a particular work for the glory of the kingdom so you fast and you pray but to what avail The effectual fervent prayers of the righteous avail much. What is it availing? What is being perceived? What is being manifested? We know manifestation means light, illumination, to unclothe, to unveil, to render, to declare a particular truth. So as we seek God, as we pray, as we fast, as we fellowship and listen to the word and engage in the word and receive prophecies and lay on of hands, we need the master plan that the kingdom of God will be revealed on earth as it is in heaven. So it's all about strategy for the next five teachings. And when I tell you I got some great dimensions of greatness today, I got some dimensions of greatness. I mean, I could go on and on for months, but until the Lord says, stop, I'm going to continue to go. So let's just jump right on in. So this is what the Lord was revealing to me. This is a revelation alert. So there are kingdom strategies three main glories that consist of kingdom strategies. These will pertain to business people and servants of God in the kingdom. These revelations will work interchangeably. The number one thing, the first word that God spoke to me, and this is very prophetic. So I'm still learning them as I'm sharing them. The very first word that the Lord spoke to me when he spoke strategy, now he says to discuss strategy because people have power. You can have power and not have a strategy. You can have a power. You can have the Holy Spirit. You can have a revelation, but not have a strategy to cause it to come to pass. My people perish for lack of knowledge. So the very first word God spoke to me was petition. And I said, petition? I didn't think he was going to say that. I thought he was going to outline, you know, how the Joshua went around seven times, Jericho, the walls fell and no, 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 no. There's a deeper revelation behind what Joshua did, what Moses did, what David did, what all of the um, elders did previous to us that would cause them to look victorious. But God says behind the veil, there are revelations and powerful strategies to cause a manifestation for your business, for your life, for your family, for your ministry. So petition, what is petition? It really means to lend. It means to loan. It means to obtain or require. What do you mean lend? So when you submit a petition in the kingdom, this is all kingdom revelation, guys. This is all about the kingdom of God. I'm going to share why here in just a moment. The reason that the first word he spoke was petition. I'm going to share why petition is to lend, to loan, obtain, require to request or desire something. And so when God gives you that blessing. When the strategy is fulfilled, you have to lend it back to him. You have to loan it back. And so he will create a system of distribution for his people through what he's given you. So the petition will link you and connect you to the purpose and to the strategy. Because once you have in your heart that I will give this multi-million dollar business to the kingdom, then the strategies to cause it to be successful and have fruition and manifestation, God will release that blessing. So. The three main glories are petition, then there must be an instrument or an infrastructure of influence. Remember, I discussed the infrastructure that is necessary in this time. That's just the construction that causes the placement of God to be established. The Bible says that Jesus told Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. So even Jesus had to have a rock to begin the process. So there must also be a willingness to assist with the perfecting of the saints. There must be a petition for God I'm seeking you for the success of Lighthouse Ministries, God. I'm seeking you for a strategy and success for um, Lighthouse Enterprises. Okay, and so then the instrument or the infrastructure must be in place. Then there must be a willingness to assist with the professing of the saints. Usually, people have one of three, two of three, but hardly ever all three of three. When you have three of three, you have the glory of the Lord being revealed in your life for such a time as this in a very powerful way. So there's a person. Through these three main glories, there are three general components that these glories will flow through. The petition will generally flow through a person. The infrastructure and the instrument will flow through a place. The willingness for the perfecting of the saints will come through a purpose. So person, place, purpose. Person, place, purpose. So there's a strategic operations coming through the person, through the petition. There's strategic placement coming through a place. Um, through the infrastructure. And there is the perfecting of the saints that comes through strategic increase for that purpose. There's gonna be strategic increase. I'm gonna get into some weight, just a moment. There's so much that goes into this. Psalms 149 and six says, let the high praises of God be in their mouth, a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. To execute upon them the judgment written, This honor have all the saints. Praise ye the Lord. So the one the, the point I wanna point out here is that strategy always in the bible is going to connect to some type of warfare not necessarily bad warfare but increase because increase means to gain and to gain means to take height and to change position to change rank so there's always change with increase something must move if you're going to increase so strategy is directly connected to increase and that's where your purpose comes in and I'm, we're going to get into that in just a moment but the bible says this honor have all the saints so Every saint, every child of God has access to this revelation and to this promise. It's very important that you understand that David talks about the praises of God being in your mouth and a two-edged sword in your hand and people always say that praise changes things, that praise is going to remove the devil, that praise is going to do this. But how many people have been in a place of praise and you still didn't see any change? That's why you have to dig deeper into a place of revelation to understand what the higher calling is pressing toward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus praise is absolutely a weapon, but it's not a strategy to win the war. It's an attribute of victory. It's an attribute of confidence, but it's not a, it's not, it's not victory per se. It's the thing that will get you the victory. If you follow the strategy, it's just like you can praise God all day, but if you're not living right outside of that praise moment you won't have any victory because there's an opposer, there's an opposition, there's an adversary, there's your flesh, there's the enemy, there's lies, deceit, deception, spiritual wickedness in high places. So we're gonna talk about Ephesians 6 next week. I wanna talk about that in detail. It's gonna take a full 30 minutes to unclothe the kingdom currency in Ephesians chapter six pertaining to strategy. First Corinthians 12 and seven says, with the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit withal." So remember the manifestation is gonna call profits. Remember I just spoke of increase, the profits equal increase, the increase equal profits. First Kings three and four says, the king went to give me into sacrifice there for that was the great high place. Remember I just talked about the high calling, the high place, okay? This is very revelatory. So you're gonna have to hear this with your spiritual The Bible says that Solomon burnt a thousand burnt offerings upon that altar. So there was a place. Remember, I said there's going to be a person, a place and a purpose. The king, Solomon, went to Gibeon, the place to what? Sacrifice. That's the purpose for that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did he offer upon that altar. We know the story that Solomon was blessed with many, many, many riches, many much wealth and much wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel and Might. Why is might important? Might and increase are synonymous. To have strategy, to have a strategic glory upon your life, nothing can hold you because God doesn't fail. His strategies are sure and sound. You can't outwit God. If God says go left, you can't go left and trick him. If God goes right and you can't go left, you can't do opposite of God and trick him. You can't do what he's doing and trick him. God is God. So the strategies that he puts in place are infallible. And Deuteronomy 6 and 3 says, hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee and that ye may increase mightily as the Lord God of thy fathers has promised thee in the land that flows with milk and honey. So there's an increase, but there's a increase mightily. So we are adding to ourselves every day, but not mightily. We're not adding might. The Bible declares that he gives a grace He gives power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. So he gives power to the faint to them that have no might, he increases strength. So remember, I just discussed the three different dimensions of strategy. And God says there are three different dimensions, power, might, and strength. So he would give us strategies based on power that work within us that power must come through us and be manifested upward into the realm of the earth. Then there is might. Might is the manifestation of that power. Then there is strength. Strength are the things that cause complete and utter dominance. Okay. People think strength is might. Might is power. Might. There are three different things. Strength is not might. Might is not power. Power is not strength, power is not might. So there must be a hunger to excel in order for these strategies and the revelation of these strategies to manifest powerfully. There's very, 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 very many revelations concerning might increase and, um, strength and power. Psalms 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for Thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, two different dimensions, two different glories. They comfort me. The rod is different. The staff is different, but he's walking through a shadow of death, meaning I don't see it, but it's following me. That's opposition. So the entire Psalms 23 is talking about strategy. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I never heard it talked about the way that I'm about to share it. If I have time, you guys are gonna be blown away with this revelation. So what the Lord was showing me was, the operative word in this passage is table. Thou prepares a table. The table is the birthing place of strategy. God brings the table before you to help you write plans, to help you write visions, to help you understand study, to help you understand diligence. So the first thing he wants to say, even before the petition is spoken, is your table established? He told Moses, "Queue out two tables of stone. The 10 commandments he told them i need first two tables the number two representing impartation so the number two birthing and remember i talked about giving birth and the breaking of the water so in order for the birthing to take place the birthing of the water to gush forward to rush through the river euphrates experience that river of living water flowing in your life flowing in your business flowing in your ministry there's a strategic table that must be established we don't have much time to talk about the table next week we're going to talk about what the table is first samuel first First Samuel one and 27 says for this child, I prayed, and the Lord had given me my petition, which I asked of him. This is Hannah talking about giving birth to Samuel through the petition and she gave birth. So the table in the petition go hand in hand, the table in the birth and go hand in hand. So the table must be established. And I'm going to talk about the table being spread out, being sent to send away, being a strategic authority to remove the devil, remove opposition, to apply the power of God, to apply the might. God, to apply the strength of God, to give, to grow, to increase, to excel but the table must be established in the realm of the spirit. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about greatness, 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 greatness. Remember your greatness gem. As we shift into strategies, I want everyone to make a petition this week, write down your petition. What is your petition? What is your request before the Lord? Because we're going to uh, divulge in serious, serious strategies to bring it to pass for this is the time that the Lord is lending, loaning, obtaining, and requiring through your petition. He's going to grant that request that there will be a great birthing in your ministry, birthing in your business in Jesus mighty name. Make sure to click the message button at the end of the podcast. Let me know if you enjoyed it. And if there's anything you would like to discuss, or if you have any questions, have a dimension of greatness this week, make sure to go back and study the scriptures that I've shared and make sure that you know that through God, you can run through a troop and leap over a wall if the strategies and the table are in place. God bless till next Monday, four more days. we